All right. So before Hashem created the world, it says in the Torah, Hashem said, "B'min nimlach." Yeah. Okay. Good. Who should I consult? Who should I consider uh, to uh, decide whether this is a worthy endeavor or not? So Hashem answered, "The souls of the tzaddikim, because of the souls of the tzaddikim, it's worth to create the world." So, the, so what that means is, yesterday, that Hashem thought about the pleasure you would have from Jewish people, their terror from their mitzvahs, and because it considered the pleasure you would have from their uh, terror mitzvahs, that motivated, so to speak, Hashem's desire to create the world. So, this, um, this question, this answer, um, is about it's about showing up it's about the Jewish people fulfilling the will of Hashem it's about a regular observance of Torah Mitzvah without any um, straying off the path what we're going to learn today is that there's something that was added through Tshuva that um, is beyond so to speak Hashem's plan for creation here's where we're going we are uh, learning about how the um, sukkah achieves something spectacular, something otherworldly, something that's that's miraculous. What does a sukkah achieve? By sukkah station, the sukkah itself is a place where the transcendent lights of Hashem are. When my Jew is sitting in the sukkah, he draws down the lights of Hashem, Hashem which are transcendent, and he makes them part of himself. Actually, the reason why we um, the, the, officially in the base of the dancing was the second night of sukkahs. One of the reasons is, is because by doing the mitzvah of and Esrik in the sukkah, you bring down the light of Hashem in your heart, and then you dance better. Then, 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 then the simcha is there in your heart in a way that, that, that explode, it's explosive. Either way, so, so the, what a Jew achieves by, being in the, by singing in a sukkah is something otherworldly. He's causing the light of Hashem, which is transcendent, to come into a vessel. So why, why does a Jew's shuva, why, why does a Jew sitting in a sukkah achieve this? Because Yom Kippur and Sukkot are connected, and something that happened on Yom Kippur is revealed on, on Sukkot. And what happened on Yom Kippur is something which is so novel, and it's expressed in this change in the lights of Hashem. Because of the novel change in ourselves that happened on Yom Kippur, therefore we're able also to uh, make this novel change in the lights of Hashem. The Ramam says that when a person does Teshuvah, which is the theme of Yom Kippur, Dung Tshuva, he becomes a new entity. Why does Hashem forgive you for the things, things you've done? Because you're now a different person. You're in Mitzitz Chadasha. That's what the Ramam says. You, you take on a new name. Sometimes people, Bali Tshuva, take on a new name. New name, the Ramam says. They move to a different place. What they want to say is that I'm not the same person that was before. I'm, I'm doing something totally new. So, Tzadikim also do Tshuva. But tzaddikim, even they, when they do tshuva, it's still something which is um, not a total, no total break from where they were before. When a tzaddik, like we learned yesterday about Abzera, when Abzera decided he wants to learn the Jerusalem Talmud, he wants to forget the Babylonian Talmud, and he achieves this new um, height in the service of Hashem, which seems to be something totally different than what he was before. It's a fast five hundred days, yeah. So. When he is fasting and when he's trying to eradicate his previous understanding of Torah, it seems like he's become a whole new entity. 
like a seed planted in the ground, the seed rots, now, now a plant grows, now a tree grows. On the other hand, the plan is for the seed to rot in order to produce the, the, the plant, in order, to, in order to produce the tree. It's not that the seed's rotting is something that wasn't part of the plan of the seed. The seed to begin with is about rotting, so that it can produce a tree. So too, even when the tzaddik is doing shuva, and the tzaddik is completely changing, changing from what he was before, and he's reaching, reaching a whole new level, this part is the sukkah, this part, this part of the sukkah is the sukkah. That's not so much the sukkah. Um, the, um, the, when a Jew um, does something totally new, he didn't do before, um, when the tzaddik, I'm sorry, serves Hashem in a whole new level than he was before, it's, it's still somewhat a continuation of of his previous um, previous approach to serving Hashem, because even before he reaches new 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 plateau in the service of Hashem, he still was about his life was still about serving Hashem. His life was still about <coughs> about about what Hashem wants. It's just he served Hashem in one level before. Now he's serving Hashem in a higher level. But even the new level, even though it seems to be told, it's, it's like the, a plant coming from a seed. It's a totally new level. But still, it's part of the plan of the tzaddik. Always, I want to do what Hashem wants. Just he discovered a new way of serving Hashem. But it's still something that that uh, has some continuation it was before. Today's Ushpiz in the Mitla Rebbe. I don't know the the source of the story, but there's a famous story they say about the Mitla Rebbe that the Mitla Rebbe once he was entrusted by his father to um, educate the younger Hasidim, and one of the Hasidim uh, made some remark. Uh, to the Mitla Rebbe that caused Mitla Rebbe to change his whole approach to serve Hashem. The Mitla Rebbe had previously made a disparaging remark about this guy, you know, like this guy is not showing up to the service of Hashem, like he could do a lot better. So the guy responded to the Mitla Rebbe and he said this, because wow. <laughs> you know the story, he said to the Mitla Rebbe, he said, you are the son of your father. We all know who your father is, or more accurately, we all can't even know who your father is. This is the sukkah. Come closer inside. We, we, we all know who your father is. And... It sounds great. It sounds great. We have to discuss how to do it. The, um, the, uh, the, uh, your father is a Rebbe, and he chose your neshamas from, your neshama from the, the storage house of souls, and he got the best possible soul. And he brought your soul to the world with the greatest thoughts, thoughts of sanctity and purity. And you have been, what's the word, a son? You've been, you've been completely surrounded by holiness your whole life and educated by your father and mother. And uh, I, on the other hand, he says, I know the, the thoughts that my parents had bring me in the world. And I know the, um, the job that I have is I need to uh, go to the Goyim. And I need to um, uh, speak to them. And, and hang out with them and drink a beer with them in order that they should pay back what they owe me and I have to give the uh, Goy's wife also some beer otherwise she'll ruin the deal so uh, a, a, and after all this is it, is it surprising that you are who you are and I am who I am that's what he told the Mithra Rebbe so Mithra Rebbe was completely overwhelmed by this guy's words and the Alter Rebbe was very appreciative to the Chassid he said you made a Chassid out of my son you, you, in other words, his, his disparaging remarks to the Mitla Rebbe, he, he caused Mitla to become a different person, a new, a new way of serving Hashem, a Baal Shuva, on the Mitla Rebbe's level, to uh, the new, different level. But on the other hand, 
even this new level that the altar was saying that you made him into a chas, a new entity, is it really a new entity? No. It's not really a new entity. So the continuation was before, before he was a mitzvah rabbi, he's still the mitzvah rabbi, he's serving Hashem on a higher level, yes, but it's continuation. On the other hand, about tshuva, in the simple sense, he has gone against Hashem's desire clearly. He wasn't interested in serving Hashem. And now he does tshuva, it's not a continuation, it's a whole new entity. So, that's, that's just the, the simple facts of it. We learned yesterday another layer to this. What's, it, what's unique about the Balshuva is not just in his, um, in, his, in his experience, that he's changing completely from what he was before, but he's also connecting to something which, which, so to speak, not in the intent of creation. In other words, what do we say before? Why did Hashem make the world? He, 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 he considered the pleasure he would have in Terry Mitzvah. So this was the plan. The plan was Terry Mitzvah. According to the plan, the guy has left the plan. He's detached. So now that he's detached himself from Hashem's plan, how does he come back? Where, where does it come from? The Abishter's plan is keep Terry Mitzvah. He has now left the plan. What in him, where does it come from that he does Shuvah? Is that what's going on? In other words, there is a, 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 a narrative to your story. There is a book about you that was written before you were born. And once you've gone out of that book, where, where, where do you... You left the book. So now how, how, how all of a sudden do you do tshuva if you left the book? It doesn't seem that it's possible you could do tshuva now. You, you, you're, you've not departed from the plan of creation. What is there in you that could do tshuva? So the answer is, is that before Hashem even had a question about why should make the world, before Hashem made this question and answer, Hashem already had us before. Even before Hashem thought about the pleasure you would have in creation, before that, the essence of the Jew is rooted in the essence of Hashem. Even higher than the place in godliness where the question arose and the question was answered, deeper than the question is the source of the soul. The source of the soul is the essence of Hashem. And when a Jew does tshuva, and he comes a whole new entity, different than he was before, he, he, is, he is connecting to that essence of his soul. And because he's connecting to the essence of his soul, the essence of his soul is, is um, above all parameters. So, let's say it this way. Um, a guy is engrossed in whatever thing he's obsessed with and now all of a sudden something new happens to him he wants all of a sudden to do he wants to do Luvanesic he wants to do Tertil he wants to shout what? where is it? it's not a continuation of where he was before it's something brand new it's something which just doesn't exist, didn't exist before how, where does it come from? How, how can there be a total change from one a life experience, a different life experience. Where does it come from? The essence of the soul of a Jew has no parameters, has no borders. And that's why it's possible to completely leave one kind of experience, become a different kind, to hold a new kind of experience. And the essence of the Neshama has no parameters. If the essence of the soul had some kind of a, of a parameter, some kind of limit, so then 
it wouldn't be possible to change from one extreme to another. The reason why it's possible for a person to change in their life from one extreme to another is because the essence of the soul doesn't have any parameters. And therefore, whatever you were in before doesn't contradict to where you're going. If, if, if we were talking about a, a godly energy that had some kind of limitation, there wouldn't, then this kind of transformation wouldn't be possible. Either you're here or you're there. Either you're into it or you're not into it. But to go from a place you're completely not interested, and then you all of a sudden you decide you want to do tshuva, that the reason why that happens is because the essence of your neshama has no limitations, no boundaries. And therefore you could become a whole new entity. So this birth of a new entity, of, of tshuva, is clearly from the essence of the neshama. Let's, let's read inside on the, um, on the third paragraph of Ois um, Dalit, the end of Ois Dalit. It's the fourth paragraph of Ois Dalit. What is this thing called? 6.30? 6.30. I'll send another PDF. I'll tell you the page. You got it? Okay. When did you send it? Go to page 147. Now we can explain better. Yeah, in the bottom. Now we can explain better why why when a person sits in the sukkah, he causes lights of Hashem which are transcendent to come settled into vessels. Why is this? Because what's happening when you're sitting in the sukkah? You're expressing what you achieved on Yom Kippur. What do you achieve on Yom Kippur? You did shuvah. What's shuvah mean? Total change. In next page, the fact that you did Shuvan Yom Kippur, that's an expression of the essence of your Neshama, and therefore it's possible for you to, to make a complete change in your life. Just like you made a complete change in your life on Yom Kippur, so too on, Yom, on Sukkot, when there's a revelation what you achieved in Yom Kippur, in the Sukkah, there's a revelation of Hashem's essence. As a result of you revealing your essence in Yom Kippur, it causes a revelation of Hashem's essence. And how is Hashem's essence expressed? Ex- ex- Hashem's essence expressed? It's expressed in, it, in the idea of a change. These lights of Hashem, which can't come into vessels, are now in vessels. Why are they changing? Because you changed. Everything that happens in heaven is a result of us. Because a Jew changed, and he revealed the essence of his neshama, and he started a whole new way of living, therefore caused also in Shemayim, although these lights of Hashem can't come into vessels, they now, they now do. They can't come into vessels based upon the parameters of how they were created. But when the revelation of the essence of Hashem is present in them, their parameters shed, shed and they're able to come to vessels. So what causes these lights of Hashem to change is because we changed. Okay, that's a simple idea. Or not so simple, but, but, we, but we, we, you get it. You hear what I was saying? We change, therefore the lights change. Okay, let's, let's go. now we're going to discuss two parts of this change. Let's see. Veshleimar, Shagilidat, Samana Shamash Meshach, Ba'atzer, and Sov, Shemam Meshach, Neshamas, Nimelach, Zdei Tshuva, Obishnei Yonim. So we're saying is when you do tshuva, you're revealing how your neshamas comes from the essence of Hashem. Your neshama is not just a product of God's question, "What will make creation worth it?" And Hashem's response, "I want tzaddikim," because tshuva is beyond the level of a tzaddik. 
in order to do tshuva, you, you had to reach the essence of your neshama, which is rooted in the essence of Hashem Himself. So there's two expressions of the essence of, Hashem, of, the essence of your neshama, and, there, and thereby the essence of Hashem in tshuva. There's two parts. Number one, but tshuva atzma, tshuva. There's the tshuva itself that draws on the essence of the neshama and the essence of Hashem, and there is the cause that motivates the tshuva. When you know what this means is, the fact that you decide to do tshuva, although you've, although a person has become complete, completely disassociated with all this Jewish stuff, why does he do this? This is because the source of the neshama is rooted in God's essence above this question that Hashem had before creation, what will make creation worth it? The source of the soul is deeper, it's in the essence of Hashem. If we were to look at your, your life based upon the book, the book says you're about being a tzaddik. You now left the book. You're now detached from the book. So, so you're, you're, not, you're cut off. So you can't do tshuva anymore because you've lost the connection to your source. You, you can't go back on the program. Your source says you're supposed to live this way, and you're not living that way. So you've, you've, your divine source does no room for any continue any a new chapter of your story. So why do you do tshuva? The reason why, although a person has sinned, they do tshuva and they change the way they live. It's because the source of the soul is in God's essence. It's deeper than the, the place where Hashem had this question. So that's the reason why it's possible for a Jew to do tshuva because he's rooted in God, God's essence. The, the action of tshuva, the, in a person doing tshuva, he is connecting with the essence of Hashem. He's able to create a new narrative for himself. Why can there be a new narrative? Because the essence of the soul is one with the essence of Hashem. There's a part, of, there, there is something deeper in you that, that's beyond the, um, than beyond the, the, the book that was written about you. And that is that you're part of Hashem. And when you do tshuva, you're expressing this, 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 this truth about you. The fact that there's a total um, departure from where you were before where is it coming from? It's because the essence of your Nisham was one with Hashem. Another point about this is, What is motivating you to do tshuva? What's motivating you to do tshuva is because the essence of your soul is always perfect. The essence of your soul and language of the Alter Rebbe does not want and cannot sever its bond with Hashem. The gam Even while you're sinning, your neshama is still faithful to Hashem. That means your bond with Hashem is a bond of. It's something which is part of you. Part of part of who you are. It's, it's it's something which is not added to you. Something that 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 you're introduced to. Something that you discover. Something that you develop. Your bond with Hashem is because of your very core, and it's beyond the connection that you have because of the way you learn Torah and do mitzvahs. The essence of your Hashem is one with Hashem. So what's motivating your tshuva 
is the fact that you are that you are one with Hashem. So, that's what so we're saying two points. One point is that there's an expression of Yenushama in the fact that you do tshuva. How is it possible you're able to make such a change? How are you able to change yourself? You're able to change yourself because there's something, the essence of the soul has no parameters. That's what, that's what, that's what powers this change. Number two, what makes you want to change is because the essence of your soul never, never, never was never left Hashem. What, and therefore, it, it, it stirs in you this idea that I want to I wanna do true. You, you hear the two points? You hear them as two separate points? Okay. That was going to make a more... Um, going go into detail to explain the difference in these two points. But, but just in short, again, there's one point is that there's, there's two aspects to the expression of the essence of your soul in truth. One is... Um, you do a sin, and you separate yourself from your source, and how can you now suddenly change? You've left the book. Where does it come from? The, your ability to do tshuva. Your ability to do tshuva is because the essence of your neshama has no parameters. That's why it's possible to make a change. That's what powers your, your actions. What, how you're able to make a change or do something new is because the essence of the neshama has no parameters. That's point number one. Point number two is not what... what, what not what gives you the ability to do it, but what motivates you to do it. What motivates you to do it is because the essence of your soul has never left. So you've only left the Abishter in your thoughts, in your mind, in your consciousness. But it's a part of you that never left. Because it's a part of you that never left, therefore you want to do tshuva. Okay. The difference between these two points is this. The first point goes like this. I've done sins, and I now I want to come back to Hashem. My sins have separated me, and therefore I have to do tshuva because I've become separated. But I can do tshuva because my neshama is a part of Hashem. So I am in a state of separation. And why can't I come back? Because my neshama is part of Hashem. So separation that I'm experiencing is only external. So I can reveal my inside and I can do tshuva. Why am I able to do tshuva? Because there's a part of me that wasn't affected. That's the first point. What, what makes it possible to do tshuva? Because there's a part of me that never left. Then there's another point. The reason I want to do tshuva is because I never left in the first place. The reason why I, I'm interested in doing tshuva is because a part of me never left. The reason, again, so there's two points here. Number one is, why am I able to do tshuva? Because there's a part of me that's still whole. The, the previous Rebbe, I don't know if the story is true or not, that's why I heard the story. The previous Rebbe once asked his teacher um, a question, the Rashbats, I didn't know how to start. The Rashbats told him, start with what's healthy. With what's healthy, you could fix that which is not, which, that which is not healthy. So in a similar way, I have issues, I have done sins, I want to do tshuva. Where in me is there a place that could do tshuva it's a part of myself which doesn't have issues. I have to go part, back to the deepest part of myself that doesn't have issues. 
And that's what, that, that's what I can rebuild my life with. I can use the healthy things in my life to rebuild the unhealthy parts of my life. That's the first point. The second point is, hey, why do you care even? Why do you care that there's things in your life which aren't healthy? What's motivating you to ask that question in the first place is because, there's, because you are okay. It's like um, this guy came, came to Samach Tzedek, told Samach Tzedek, I have a problem. problem is, I'm not sure I believe in Eivishtah. Samach Tzedek said to him, and why do you care? He said, because I'm a Jew. A Jew believes in and Everyone believes in Hashem. And the Jews are supposed to believe. Ah. Samach Tzedek said, no, you're okay. They, they, they don't, don't, don't worry about what your, 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 uh, your, your issues are, are, are minor. As long as you know who you are, what you're about... You're, 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 you're okay. In a similar way, they were saying over here, what's motivating the tshuva, what's motivating you to do the tshuva in the first place is because you're okay. The fact that you care, the fact that you've done something wrong and it bothers you, why does it bother you? It bothers you because there's something in you that's always as good. In other words, they was drawing our attention to the fact that, that when we're annoyed by our behavior and we're upset at ourselves, that's that's that tells a lot about you. That tells a lot about who you are. So, when you see someone make a big move in their life, a dramatic move, and they change, that's an expression. That's an neshama. Wow. But before they make this dramatic move, the very fact that they have a neshama is eventually going to stir them and and cause them to do the truth. So there is, there is what allows us to make the change, the ability to make the change, because the essence of the Shama is one with Hashem, therefore it's possible to recreate ourselves. The essence of the Shama has no parameters, it can power the change. And there is why do you want to make the change? There's, there's the what and there's the why. The first point is the what. What allows Shuvah? What allows Shuvah is the fact that the essence of the Shama has no parameters. Then there's the why. Why do you care to do Shuvah? makes you care that you want to do Shuva is because the essence of Hashem is one with Hashem. And therefore it never left Hashem. And therefore there's a part of you that's not happy with it, where, it, where you are. <laughs> I met this Jew once when I was studying Yeshiva in Melbourne in Victoria Market. I said to him, you want to put on the film? He said, nah, I don't want to put on the film. I said, there's a part of you that wants to put on the film. He said, there used to be, but I killed it. <laughs> but it's not possible. You can't kill it. It comes out, it comes out. Any questions or comments? Chaim, Chaim, Rach. Great day, Rebel. Great day, David. Yontif.